Um, and I think I've got a responsibility to the people of Northeast Kentucky, and I'm not walking away from it. From the digital journalists of WDRP.com, this is Uncovered, a behind-the-scenes look at stories affecting education, business, criminal justice, and more in Louisville, Kentucky. And now for the show. Welcome to a special bonus episode of Uncovered from WDRB News. My name is Travis Ragsdale. Today, we're talking about Brady Industries, and yes, Brady has been in the news a lot lately. The original plan for the company was to revitalize a section of eastern Kentucky in Boyd and Greenup counties with a state-of-the-art aluminum mill. The plan was for the mill to create hundreds of jobs that that area desperately needed. Now, in an odd move, the state of Kentucky invested $15 million into this project in its very, very early stages under the direction of former Governor Matt Bevin. In spite of that, the company still needs some $500 million to actually build the plant. A shocker came last month when Craig Bouchard, the founder and CEO of Brady, which he named after his daughter, was suddenly fired by the company's board of directors. More interesting, perhaps, those board members who fired him were handpicked by him. Now, Bouchard is suing to get rid of those board members and get his position back as CEO. I had the chance to talk with Bouchard this week over the phone about his lawsuit and ouster as leader of the company. But before we get to that, I want to read a statement from the board of directors about why they decided to get rid of him. Quote, The board of directors was not pleased with the status of financing for the mill in Boyd and Greenup counties and has other concerns regarding his performance as CEO, end quote. The statement didn't elaborate on what those other concerns were. Now, the statement continues, quote, Bouchard must be held accountable and the board of directors is willing to do what it takes to ensure that occurs. We intend to get this project built as promptly as possible, end quote. Now for my conversation with Bouchard. Okay, so I guess the first thing, because we haven't had a chance to talk to you since this all happened, is kind of tell me how you found out about the move that the board made to remove you and what your initial reaction to that was. Um, So um, I had arrived in Saudi Arabia for a customer event and um, somewhat of a negotiation. And um, my first day there at midnight, they called a special meeting of the board. So midnight for me, (laughs) five or six for them or whatever it was. And so the first I heard of it was when that happened, it was, uh, a surprise, completely unexplainable, and um, that, that's the first in- inclination that I had of any of that. So, you know, I think one of the big questions here is, you know, you handpicked these board members, and you've touted them as, you know, being, uh, in, in, even in the press release you sent us um, today, it was being from Harvard and MIT and their accomplishments. So, assuming you are right and that they need to be removed, does that say something about your judgment in putting them on the board in the first place? Um, well, I, I, I don't know the answer to that, of course. Um, but um, what I can say is, I, uh, unlike some parties, don't hire friends to be board members. I didn't know any of these board members before they joined the board. Um, and, um, and for the company at that stage, their academic uh, you know, uh, credentials, were strong, uh, three of them with academic credentials of the four. Um, and I hired people for what was an idea, right? We had no, we had, we had no assets at that time. It was an idea. 
And as in any board of directors, companies change and your needs change. And you've got to have people that can help do what's the next stage for your company, in our case, advanced manufacturing and construction. And so it's, uh, it's time uh, to have those skills on our board. And I believe that these directors uh, did not show good judgment. Would you have um, had that and, same thought if they had not removed you? Would you have thought that some of these directors needed to be changed out anyway? Yes. Yeah. No. I think. Yeah. I think that's. I think that's correct. I think every board of directors should stay fresh and stay on top of what's happening in the world and in the company and in the competitive markets. So, um, you know, I have a lot of feelings about proper board of directors. But just like people change and stages change for companies and people and marriages and you know everything else, um, you know you got to keep you got to stay fresh. And um, so, uh, yes. But the urgency was that I saw some bad judgment, and uh, we had line of sight, meaning in discussions with people, you know, investors uh, to potentially finance the entire mill. So that was the that was the shock. Um, and, of course, this turmoil, as you might suspect, uh, places that uh, at risk. Um, and I can't evaluate that risk. I just know that it's, it's, it's surprising to all. Um, and so I think there's an urgency about fixing the problem. So let me quickly. ask you this then. Um, if there yeah. is an urgency, I, I, this you basically just said that this infighting isn't good for the prospects of the mill. Why not you walk away to make this a more amicable thing so that um, this in, can in be my, done? In my opinion, in my opinion, without me, the mill is in danger of not being built. I think I'm the key person in the building of the mill. Why is that? And then. Uh, because I have more knowledge in this industry than anyone else in the company. That would be number one. Number two is I hired a fantastic mill CEO, Mike Otero, as the COO. And Mike was let go last week. And uh, Mike was the – Mike actually knew more than me. And the two of us are absolutely essential in the building of the mill. And I think everybody would say that, quite frankly. But you know, that's that's my opinion, and that's where I'm at on the topic. So the the board um, the board said in a statement today, and you probably saw it. That um, and I'll just read you the quote here: The board of directors was yeah. not pleased with the status of financing for the mill and boy in Greenup counties, and has other concerns regarding his performance as CEO. Referring to you, what is your response to that? Well, I I haven't seen that. Um, I haven't seen that. Is that a statement put out today? Yes, that was in response to the oh. lawsuit. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I have no comment. I haven't. I haven't okay. uh, been. At my machine today. <laughs> sure. Um, yeah. uh, you know, last week the the company um, in front of a committee in Frankfurt said that you know they still needed five hundred million dollars in in equity. That's, as I recall, the same as it was a year ago. Um, is that inaccurate information, or has there not been a ton of well, progress? Well, no. Since let's a year ago? let's focus on what they said. This is this is where I would guide you to focus your attention. Um, there was a state. I've, I've watched that on on the internet. Um, there was a statement made there, and you can go back and check. I think it was what the document read by Charles uh, from Charles Price. Yes. If not, it was Madrowski. So just go figure out. I, I can't remember sure. exactly, but the statement was Mr. Bouchard was removed so we could go faster to build the mill. Right. Okay. 
Um, go check it if you want to, okay. but that was the statement that was made. To, my, to which my response is very simple, and it's in the press release. Uh, this was an idea three years ago, and we acquired hundreds of acres of land. We permitted the entire mill project. We bought three buildings, 200,000 square feet, very large buildings. Um, we began funded, uh, well, funded's not quite the right word. We began and certified uh, a, a college degree program with a lot of people in it studying for workforce development, which is fantastic. I think one of the best programs in the world. Um, we acquired two different companies. And in our equity issuance of this year, the pre-money value on Wall Street for the securities price and value, the company was valued at about 400, roughly $400 million. And we, me and my team, did all that inside three years. I would challenge anybody to go faster than we went. Speaking think of about funding, you, Travis. You... Think about you. You got an idea this week, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, gee, I want to have my own company. And I go, okay, what do I got to do? I got a great idea. So just think if, if you wanted to build that idea into your own company, and how long would it take you? Well, you know, you might be brilliant. Um, you might get there pretty quick. But imagine could you get to a company worth $400 million in the first 36 months? I, I don't know hardly anybody that could do that. So That's what we did. Speaking of investment, do you think that this whole situation puts um, the investment by Roussal in question? Um, you know, I have no comment on that. Um, I think that um, uh, Roussal has a, a contract with the company. Uh, they've invested some of their money thus far, and the rest of it gets invested at the financial close. That's, those are public records. You can just go read mm -hmm. that contract. And... Um, Rousseau, I think, very seriously wants to have the mill succeed uh, because they'll benefit from a 10-year supply contract to the mill. That's what they do. They make stuff that goes to, uh, you know, prime aluminum that goes to the, the furnaces of a, of a mill like ours. Mm -hmm. And so that's their business. And I think they just very dearly want to make sure that Brady Atlas succeeds. I, I don't have any other thought about Rousseau. They're not really involved in this topic. Okay. Um, why, uh, you know, I noticed, and I think I know the answer to this question, but why are you pushing for such a quick resolution of this legal action? Because I think the investments that I brought in, all of them, all these investors I brought in, and I think they're at risk with this uncertainty. Have you heard that and, specifically from investors? Um, so if you read the press release, you're going to be able to answer that question. Okay. <laughs> What else am I missing here? Oh, uh, one thing Chris wanted me to ask you is mm -hmm. if um, if you still have your um, that outstanding personal loan from Brady, or if that yeah, I don't been... comment. Uh, no, uh, the Brady uh, uh, the Brady loan that I took out to purchase shares is, has been completely retired. Okay. Um, so uh, hang on one second, sure. okay. Um, so the question you're missing is one point. Well, you're not really missing anything, but, um, you know, it's an important point for me. And I said it in the press release because I believe it to be an important point. And we, the impact studies say 38,000 families will benefit from our project and the people that come with us and et cetera. And as the CEO of the company and the chairman, I think I've got two jobs. Um, one is to 
achieve a good return for the shareholders, and another is to build and make my community healthy. Many CEOs don't think about that second part. Um, and I think I've got a responsibility to the people of Northeast Kentucky, and I'm not walking away from it. So I guess uh, kind of the obvious question that maybe I haven't asked is, why do you think they did this? If you feel like I you're think right. That they, I think they arrived at a different vision for the company than my vision. And I, and I think it's possible that there's, there's, you know, negative reasons behind that. Um, I think, uh, I think we did all the right things. and I think we're on the verge of success. And I think you had some directors thinking that they would do something else. But, you know, that's, you have to ask them that. I'm, I have no inside knowledge. I don't understand why they did what they did. Okay. Um, anything else that you wanted to say that you wanted to add to include in our stories? No, I just, um, I'm uh, exercising my contractual right. Yeah, just get that part straight. It's, you know, it's not that normal. Uh, it, well, it's actually not unusual in Delaware. Uh, there are voting agreements in, in many occasions. Mine's just one of them. All 800 shareholders, including the directors and the board of directors approved my, the voting agreement that gives me the sole right to designate and to terminate directors. And I'm exercising that. I'm going to bring in great directors and I'm going to get the no vote. Okay. Um, Craig, we appreciate the time. Um... The Uncovered Podcast is a production of WDRB Media. Please subscribe, review, and rate wherever you get your podcasts.